This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports, wrapping up with Logan Paulson. I'm Craig Hoffman. Uh, So Ron Rivera, we're recording this full transparency with the audience. We're recording this Wednesday afternoon as you listen to it, uh, whether it's Thursday morning or, uh, you know, later on in Thursday. We're recording this about 2.15 at this point uh, of the pod on Wednesday afternoon. So Ron Rivera just spoke to the media. And here's what we got on the injury front, Logan. Uh, Cam Curl did not participate in practice today. Rivera said he was at a doctor's appointment. So they are pushing the, uh, you know, it will he or won't he at the very least until tomorrow. Um, good news on Brian Robinson. We know he's out for this weekend and will be out uh, for a couple of weeks, but he was in the commander's locker room walking without a limp is down to just a bandage around his right leg. So that's obviously great news. But in terms of this weekend, um, you are looking at Cam Sims was back in action uh, today after he had been in the concussion protocol, uh, but not he was limited. So he just really went through warmups. Uh, mm-hmm. But Logan Thomas also limited. Cole Turner uh, limited, John Bates was back, Fenary Mathis was back, and Trey Turner were all back. So, uh, if or sorry, Bates Bates was full, Mathis was full, Thomas and Turner limited, Curl, and technically I guess Sims is a DNP because he he only went through warm-ups. So mm. if, if Sims is out, uh, how comfort, com, excuse me, if Sims is out, how comfortable are you with the wide receiver depth meaning more snaps for De'Ami Brown and potentially De'Ami Brown being active behind, obviously, the, the other main guys that Carson will be throwing to. It's interesting, you know, like guys on – what day was that? Whatever day, the last day of practice, like I had talked to a couple guys about, like, you know, just how practice went. They're like, man, De'Ami is getting behind the defense. But the, they both, they all were like, he's getting behind the defense, but, you know, if he gets behind the defense three times, he drops two of them. You know, so, like, there is this thing with De'Ami where he has this ability – to kind of take the top off the defense. And he gives you a little bit more dynamic playmaker than than Cam, but Cam's just more consistent, quite frankly. And so I think that that is something, again, like there's always that, that there's always that ability there. And I like that ability. I want to get on the field more. But if he's not going to make the play, then I would feel more comfortable with Cam. And I think the other guy that might sneak ahead of him just from a consistency standpoint is Dax. Like yeah, Dax has been sure. just uber consistent in camp in preseason. And if I, and if I was betting, like, you know, I had a coach say this to me, like, you know, if the quarterback's my mother, who do I want in there protecting him? And it wasn't always the most talented guy. It was the guy that he trusted the most. And so right now, if I had, if the quarterback's my mom and you have to run a route to get open, like 
I'm going to put Dax in there. Unfortunately, Diami, I'm sorry. I heard your mom you has know? a cannon though, so it's worth <laughs> it's worth that deep ball test to, to Diami. No, I think right, that's yeah. that's that's true. And not only that, with the route running in the hands and, and all that kind of stuff, um, the thing that I'm interested about if Cam is out is like, how does that affect the run game too? Like Cam's a guy yeah. they bring in to block a lot. Um, and obviously you don't want it to be like a tell, oh, it, you know, Cam's in, they're definitely running it. But is a guy who is a big part of the run game uh, at times and some of the, the bigger formations they might have uh, to try to, you know, combat that size that Jacksonville has, how does it affect their run game if he's out and whether it's Dax or Diami or extra snaps for one of the other guys right. in there? Or, you know, maybe that's where you get into some three tight end looks, things like that. I was just about to say, I think the other way to go, I mean, obviously you look at the receiver depth and I think the receiver, you feel very good about the receiver group as a whole, you know, sure. even if, for even sure. if the army's got to play, you feel good about, you feel good about him playing football for you. So I don't want to like start an alarm or anything. Dax, if he had to play, I feel fine. Cam, if he had to play, I feel fine. And that's what a good team is. They've got good depth. But if you were having some type of reservation about it, like I think the fact that Cole Turner is getting healthy is an interesting thing there. Because I remember talking to somebody, who was this? And they were like, oh, basically he's like a big wide receiver. And that's true. So maybe you feel like he's your, you know, like kind of like that rotational piece if there is a depth issue at receiver. Because I think he does have some ability now that makes him special and makes him consistent and makes him reliable. I think that stuff's important when evaluating the roster. You know what I mean? Like, hey, maybe I like Turner as opposed to Diami in this situation. And you have that now because you've got good tight end depth. So, um, and again, you, we've mentioned McKissick. Like that, that's what good depth gives you is it allows you to overcome these little these little injuries, these little snafus a little bit more. A guy that I think is maybe, the, I don't know, most significant in that group is Fedarian. You know, no one's talking about him being out, but him coming back is going to be a big deal. Like I just went back and watched all of Jamin's plays from the preseason, and he was in there quite a bit with Fedarian. And Fedarian, like, he just does an excellent job, and he plays hard. He's in. He's where he's supposed to be. He's eating up double teams. He's running to the football with great energy, and I think having that third piece in there, a guy that's going to do his job, elevate the linebackers, and play with great energy is is a is a significant part of this offense. And he might only or defense, and he might only get fifteen plays, twenty plays, but those are going to be impactful plays just because they're spelling Allen, they're spelling pain, and I don't think there's going to be that much of a drop off if he's in the game. Right. Yeah. I mean, Allen and Payne obviously have the the chance to make big plays. I mean, not that yeah. Darian doesn't have a chance, but a much greater chance for. Uh, Duran and, and John at this point in their careers than Fedarian, but like knowing that the floor does not gonna or is not gonna fall out from underneath you is huge. Um, especially as you got linebackers who are relying on that uh to be able to do their job in front of you. Um, the other interesting names on that injury report, uh, the first one of the year, obviously, that we get from Rivera, you know, Logan Thomas being limited, like what would it mean if he's able to play even in a, like not a full complement of snaps, I would imagine he's not going to be out there for, right. you know, 80% of the offensive snaps or whatever, like the goal would be for him in the regular season based off rotation, based off formations, all that kind of stuff. Even if he plays 30, 40% of the snaps, like what does that do for this offense? Even though they have really good tight ends behind him, but like Logan's Logan's the one for a reason. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it's funny. I, tight end in this offense is not as impactful as it is in Kansas city or, you know, San Francisco, but it is, is it, it is a weapon that the defense has to respect. And I think Logan, like when you watch him, he does have a very unique skill set, like his ability to kind of contort for the ball and compete in line. Like that's all great stuff. So I do think just having a guy who's been there with some experience 
is extremely impactful, you know, to everyone's success, the quarterback, the running game, and just kind of can calm everybody down a little bit, you know, because there's going to be one less piece who's going to be out there for the first time, you know. If, if it was Cole Turner's first start, you'd kind of be like, oh, man, like you don't really know what you're going to get. At least with Logan, there's a sense of calmness, of, of understanding that, like, I've been here before. I know what to do. I can help elevate the offensive line or whatever it may be. So I think that stuff, I think, I think it is, it is significant. It would be great. Uh, but again, if Bates had to play, you'd feel great about him too, because Bates did an excellent job in Logan's absence last year. So I think, um, I think it'd be great if Logan was ready. Cause I think that's what he wants. I think that was his goal, you know, but if it doesn't happen, like I just want him to have a nice, healthy, long season. So if it takes to get into week two, to make that happen, push it to week two. I think there's enough good players here. Again, enough good depth on this roster to kind of make you say we're okay. We can survive this because, you know, we mentioned Bates, we mentioned Cole, but then you got a guy like Armani who did an excellent job yeah. in the preseason. Who's going to probably play some snaps for you on offense. So they can survive this injury as you know, if, even if it was two, two more weeks, but I think he'll be ready this week or next. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last thing, uh, Trey Turner back as a full participant, mm -hmm. but I saw something floating around earlier as one of the reporters. I don't remember who it was. So apologies for not giving credit. But they said uh, they'd be surprised at this point if Turner starts over Schweitzer. Uh, thoughts on that, based off how they played in the preseason, how what they saw, what you saw in practice. Obviously, Turner was very limited in terms of snaps over the course of the preseason because of the injury, and in terms and, and in camp. But I know you're a huge Schweitzer fan, based off what he's done on the field. Yeah, I, I am a huge Schweitzer fan. Like, so to me, I'd be like, fine, good, you know, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, because like I think I think Wes is he's smart. He's intentful with his practice. It's important to him. He plays with a fantastic sense of physicality, which I love in my offensive lineman. He's got a little meanness to him. He's had an outstanding preseason. Like if you go back and watch the Carolina game, he had four knockdowns on pass pro, a guy where they kind of slide goes away. He's looking for work and is able to rib shot the edge rusher for the tackle or for the center. Like that is good stuff. So he's had a great, he's had a great camp. And I think in some ways, you feel fine about him starting. If Trey's even a little bit questionable, I'm like, Trey, take your time, bud, because this guy on on some teams, the NFL is a starter. And for us, we have the luxury of having him as a, kind of our first rotational backup. But yeah, man, I, I think that's that's fine. I think the area where you're kind of concerned about him is pass pro, but I think he's done a better job there throughout the preseason, out throughout training camp, matching up with guys like Allen, matching up with guys like Payne. He's not winning all the time, but at least he's having competitive reps with those guys. I think that's, again, showing a maturation from him. And why not reward that? A guy who does, like, literally everything the right way, reward it. Say, good job, man. Um, and, and here's your chance to, to prove it for as a starter. Yeah, it's tough. You know, Turner signed here as a veteran, I think, obviously anticipating to start. But these are the decisions that Ron Rivera is paid to make. Obviously, his coaches are paid to make. And so we right. will see how that plays out. Uh, and, and it could be temporary, right? Like, like you said, like Turner's just a little bit banged up and it's like, Hey man, take your time to get back to hundred percent. We're going to dress you. We know you could play, uh, yeah. but Schweitzer's ready to go. So let's, let's get him out there. Turner, a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Uh, we'll see how he continues to develop throughout the week as he continues to come back from that quad injury. All right. That's it for the pod. Uh, this week, the next time you will hear from us is live on the radio. If we mess up, Logan, there's no cover. There's no going back. <laughs> There's no Matt Essick to edit anything out. We will be live 10 a.m. Uh, on Burgundy and Gold Game Day, 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 for Countdown to kick off. That is Sunday and each week throughout this here NFL season. Uh, in terms of podcast scheduling, uh, we will be back next week as usual. 
Um, we got to take a look at the timing of the press conferences and all that kind of stuff to try to make sure that we get you the best up-to-date pod. Uh, so stay tuned. We will have a full, like, regular schedule for the pod next week um, as we kind of get the the lay of the land and how they're going to run things throughout the season. Uh, obviously, with game one in the books, they will have kind of their post-game routine. And so based off that, we will let you know our post and pre-game routine. But the good news is if you subscribe to the podcast, and none of that matters because it just is going to come to you whenever it's ready, whenever uh, you you want a podcast. It's just like, bang, right there in your podcast feed. So make sure you subscribe, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you get your pods, the Odyssey app, of course, as well. All right, that's it for the show. Uh, if you want more from Logan as well, Logan underscore Paulson82 on Instagram. You can get me at Hoffman Show on Twitter. And uh, I'll see y'all on the radio, and we'll see you Sunday on the radio on Burgundy and Gold Gaming.